I recently released a brand new planning course just for entrepreneurs that walks you through this exact step-by-step -step process. So, so I thought, what better way to serve you as a listener to the podcast than sharing this exact process with you? I'm also going to give you a glimpse at a few of the questions so you can get started on your own. But if you want to take it a step further, I highly recommend that you check out my course brand new plan by heading to brandmary.com slash new plan. At Brand Mary, we believe in the power of storytelling. So we're on a mission to help entrepreneurs own and monetize their story through personal branding and advanced marketing strategies. Build a brand, market with ease, create more income and impact. Welcome to the Brand Mary Podcast. As I've shared in previous episodes, my goal with creating this program was really to help entrepreneurs create more authentic goals, to create more alignment with their planning. Because I myself have fallen into some serious planning mistakes in the past where I looked outside of myself for what I should be doing and planned a really rigid 12-month schedule that was almost impossible to stick to. And as a recovering perfectionist, as I've shared multiple times, when you set yourself up with a really rigid plan and things don't go to plan or you feel like you can't commit to the plan, those feelings of insecurity and those feelings of failure start creeping in and it can be really hard to stay motivated. So I've developed over the last few years a way for me to become more efficient with my planning, A, but also to make sure that the plans that I'm creating are authentically mine. And this all comes down to a six-step process. So I've got my notebook here. I've got my laptop open with the exact workbook that I give my clients inside a brand new plan. And I want to just go through this process with you to support you as you prepare for the year ahead. So the very first thing that I do and that I recommend you do, is that you take time to dream of what is possible for your business in the new year. There are gonna be plenty of time to look at the data and plenty of time to think about the strategic plans, but we really need to start with what you want, what you envision your business doing, the impact that you envision having. And taking this time at the very beginning can be so beneficial because it's the very first step in authenticity and alignment, which is what this entire process is about. So I highly recommend that you go through and either go through the prompts inside a brand new plan or you journal on a few of these questions I'm gonna share with you for about 15 or 20 minutes. Now, one thing I forgot to mention at the beginning of this episode is that you can actually go through this step-by-step -step process in just one week. So I like to take it one day at a time because I like to fully commit to what I'm doing. And as you can see, the first step is going deep into the actual dreaming phase. And I wanna give myself time to reflect on that. And I wanna give myself time to maybe think about it while I'm sleeping and add some notes to it as well. So I like to go through this process over the course of a week, but you could absolutely do it in a one day as well. So some of the things that you want to really think about for the year ahead is what do you want, right? And this can seem so simple, but how often do we actually ask ourselves, what do I want? What do I really want my business to look like? And right now we're not thinking 
about a revenue goal. We're really thinking about what do we want to see happen in our business? What do we want to experience in our business? What do we want to see and experience in our personal life? And sitting down and really reflecting on that question can just be so incredibly valuable, but it's something we often don't do. Then I want you to start to think about, okay, who do you need to become as a person in order to have that? Inside of my course, I talk about these identity-based goals, and I talk a little bit more about why having this shift in your identity will actually help you achieve said goals. It's not just about having a list. You yourself really need to become the person that does those things. There has to be this alignment that happens. We're going to hear that word thrown around a lot in this episode. And so when you think about the things that you want, you then want to think about, well, who do you need to become in order to have those things? That's when you start to think about the habits and the other shifts that you need to make as a person in order to achieve those pieces. So we're not only dreaming about what we want and the experiences that we want, we also need to identify who we need to become in order to have those things. The last thing that I wanna share with you in regards to this section is to start tapping into the feeling. The feeling is incredibly important and it is so underrated when it comes to planning. But in my experience, it's seriously the driving force. We often create things, right? We often create uh, vision boards, lists, checklists, our plans that are centered around material things or checking things off a list. We don't focus enough on how those different things that we might accomplish really make us feel. And it's really easy to be like, I don't need that right now or I don't want that right now. But it's really hard to convince yourself that you don't want to feel a specific way. And so I find that when you take that step to really identify what you want and you start to imagine who do you need to become in order to do that, The next layer is to really identify how the future version of you feels when they achieve those things. Really step into the shoes of the person that you're wanting to become. And we're focused on like a year in this process. So think about December 31st of the next year. How do they feel? What is going on? What are they thinking? How are they feeling? What is their energy like? What are they surrounding themselves with? Who are they surrounding themselves with? Tap into that feeling because it's going to be such a freaking motivator for you as we move through the planning process, but also keeping you on track throughout the year. Because the things that you do, the small plans that you have, the tasks might change, but the central goal of who you're becoming and how that feels remains the same. So that's step one. All right, so step one is really dreaming about what is possible for you and the type of person that you want to become, that identity shift, as you move in to those goals. The second thing that you want to do is reflect and start to look at the data. Now, this is obviously planning for business, but we can't be great business owners if we're also not taking care of ourselves on a personal level. So the reflection part is more of a personal reflection with a little bit of business. And then we're also adding in, sprinkling in, taking a look at the data, taking a look at the information you know about your business. So doing an audit and determining 
How's your lead generation going? How are your offers going? How does business just freaking feel? Again, pausing, taking an actual pause from all the day-to-day tasks that you're doing in your business to reflect and ask yourself, what feels great? What doesn't feel great? What excites me? What doesn't excite me? What do I want to carry into the new year? And what do I want to leave behind? This can be a super powerful reflection because again, just like we don't, you know, often ask ourselves, what do I really want? Like at my core, what do I really want? We also very rarely have time to sit down and look at our business to really see what is happening and how it makes us feel because we're going through the motions, right? We have that checklist every single day of every single week of things that we need to get done. But how are those things actually feeling? And this is an opportunity for you to align yourself with that vision of how you want to feel overall at the end of the year. Because how you want to feel on a personal level is greatly impacted by what is happening in your business. As I've talked about many times here on the podcast, the two are just so greatly intertwined and impact one another. So at this stage, again, we're really starting to look at how are we feeling overall about our business? How are we feeling overall about how the last year has gone? And then we're starting to look at the actual data of why that might be happening. Starting to really look at the income that has come in in your business. Were there any months that were really, really great income months and why? Were there months that weren't so great? Were there things that you started offering that you don't really love anymore? Really taking that time to ultimately reflect and dive into the data. This again is something that we have available inside a brand new plan with so many questions. I think I'm looking right now at like 35 prompts for this, this section specifically. But you can just take 15 to 20 minutes to reflect on this and then a little bit more time, about 15 to 20 more minutes to dive into the data, depending on how accessible it is to you. Obviously, if you have a more complex business and you haven't been tracking this data all year, you're going to have to do a little bit of digging, but it's going to be worth it, I promise. But if you have this data at your fingertips, you can just very easily reflect on that. So again, the first part is all about dreaming about what is possible, who you really want to become. The second part is reflecting on what has happened and how you're feeling. These are two crucial elements in planning that are often overlooked, but you're not going to do that anymore, right? Okay, good. Now, the third step is all about choosing your business goal and your revenue. I go into this topic quite a bit. And I recently have talked about it on the last few podcasts on choosing a business revenue because I myself have made the mistake, like so many entrepreneurs, in assuming that I had to level up to a specific number, that I needed to, once I had reached six figures, I had to obviously reach multiple six figures, which I did, and the next step was a million dollars. Like logistically, what, how does that make any sense? But to me, I was getting a lot of information online that was saying, this is the next step. This is what you need to do. And this is how you do it. And it wasn't until I got started and actually implementing the pieces that I realized that I was really not in alignment with that goal. And I was not in alignment with how I was being marketed in achieving that goal. 
So I created a process that I've shared with my clients over the years that is now inside of Brand New Plan that helps you dig deeper and slowly chip away at the number that is authentic to you. So a few of the things that you want to do is you want to really think about your priorities as a business owner. What are your top priorities for the new year? What feel really aligned in terms of business habits? And you also want to think about your personal ones as well, because we cannot neglect the things that we want on a personal level, the way that we want to feel on a personal level, the things that we want to achieve on a personal level in order to achieve the business things, right? So many people get burnt out because they're going like 350% in on all of these things for their business, some of which don't even feel like what they want to be doing, that they're neglecting their personal life. And we don't want to do that, right? Your business is meant to complement your personal life, not take away from it, not take away the energy and make you feeling really crappy. So the first thing that you want to do is really think about your top priorities for the year ahead as it relates to business and life so we can focus around those pieces. Then we want to think about different revenue numbers that might help you achieve those priorities, right? So if one of your goals is to finally release a course that is gonna be able to help X amount of people, because impact is everything here at Brand Mary, and it's also something you're super excited about, you can start to identify, okay, in order to reach this many people, I wanna sell this many of this program, which can help point you in the direction of your revenue goal. That's an example. Or if on a personal level, you've identified that you really want to be able to pay off a specific credit card or something, right? That that's a big goal for you, or you have a savings goal, or you want to take a very important trip and you want your business to contribute to that. We can put a number on that and we can start to reverse engineer and say, okay, well, what does the business need to do or contribute in order to make that happen? I find that this is such a cool way to really think about the things that would benefit your life, that would feel like it would elevate your life. As you can tell, I'm just like so excited. My hands are flying right now. It would elevate your life so much that then we can put a number on the business that helps you get to those goals. It's just such a fun way of planning and it removes all of the outside noise of who you should be and what you should be making in your business and it allows you to create these business goals that are authentic to you. So we're not only choosing these numbers, but we're also checking in with ourselves. So as you choose these numbers, you want to sit and ask yourself, okay, how do I feel about that revenue goal? What's coming up for me? Does it feel possible? Does it feel scary? Does it feel easy? Do I feel aligned, right? Again, journaling on these different pieces before you just plaster a revenue goal on a board in your office or on your desk or on your phone or on your vision board, make sure that it is authentically yours. One of the things I love to do and as a practice that I am fully committed to in the next year, again, is really thinking about what our goals are as a family and what my goals are as a business owner in terms of reach, community growth, and selling products and services that I absolutely love, and then choosing a number that reflects that. So once you have these three pieces, 
Now it's about starting to break them down, right? We have what I call the big business goal. It's a revenue number. And the reason that it's a revenue number is because it is something that we can track. It is something that obviously is super specific. If you don't love picking one single number, my recommendation is to choose three. So a good, better, and best. Good being your baseline and then go up from there. That can be a really fun way to not feel like it's rigid and you only have to choose one number and you're, you know, if you wanna go bigger, you absolutely can. And I love having those three numbers in my office so I can see those throughout the year. So once we've done that, now it's about breaking it down and focusing on the strategy of your yearly roadmap. As I've mentioned in previous podcasts, I am not a 12-month rigid planner anymore because who I am on December of this year is not gonna be the same person that I am in December of next year because the whole point is to change and shift and grow and evolve. And so I'm gonna be different and what I love is going to be different. And so setting goals for next December in terms of what I'm doing, like the specifics, just doesn't make a lot of sense. Instead, I encourage you to focus on monthly themes. So once you have determined what your revenue goal is for the year, and remember, through this process, we're also determining our personal goals as well. This is something that I highlight greatly inside of Brand New Plan. So at this phase, what you're doing is you're choosing three main personal goals and three main business goals, all right? So those three main business goals should be goals that get you to your revenue goal. Hey, fancy that. And then the personal goals obviously are those personal things in terms of your relationships, your home life, again, financial things that you and your family are working towards. Travel, it's always on our list, so why not share it with you? And then from there, you're going to create your kind of checklist, if you will. Now, this isn't every minor task that you need to create under each goal. We're going to get to that, but it's just an overview of like, okay, well, what do I need to do in order to have X, Y, and Z? (laughs) What do I need to do in order to achieve these three goals, both on a personal level and a business level? And we're listing those out because then in the next phase, we're going to be able to really break those down and put those into monthly categories based on who you are as a person. But again, this is all like a reverse engineering process. This is probably why I live planning so much. It's like, think about the big end result, then think about the, how you get there, and then break that down into smaller pieces. What a lot of people do is they, one, skip the pre-work, which is like all mindset and, and like groundedness in like what you ultimately want, which is, in my opinion, one of the biggest mistakes when it comes to planning. And the second thing is they just get started on all the little things that they need to do rather than kind of breaking it down into these bigger chunks first, which makes it more manageable in my mind. So again, at step four, we're getting super clear on the personal and biz goals, three in each category. My recommendation is no more than three. And the habits that, and the tasks and the habits that need to happen for each of those. Now we get into step five. And again, this is day five, right? Ideally, it's this day five in the process. And we're going back to thinking about ourselves as a person because we as a person are the, we are the motivation. We are the driving force behind the business. Without us, it ain't happening. So we need to start to really reflect and think on 
are there certain seasons where I can give a lot and certain seasons where I know I need to pull back? Are there certain seasons where I need to be really present in my personal life and maybe my business, I gotta dial down the hours that I'm working? Are there specific holidays that are important to me as a, as a person, right? And then are there holidays that might be impactful for me as a business owner. I know we all think of like Black Friday, but specifically let's say you are in the business of helping teachers or homeschool parents. Obviously July and August are gonna be huge months for you. So thinking about those pieces as well, because that's really gonna impact your monthly focus, right? So you're starting to evaluate different seasons of your life, different holidays. Again, as you go through the process of repeating this year after year and running your business for multiple years, you'll very easily be able to identify what seasons you can go all in on and what seasons you can't. I promise. I know for a fact, summer, I don't wanna do nothing. <laughs> I try, I don't create content in the summer. I try to repurpose a bunch of old content. I don't try to create anything new because my butt is outside and I just wanna be outside all of the time. So I'm talking maybe two to three hours a day and that's all I really wanna commit. And so knowing that when I go in to plan my year is incredibly important and so helpful. So once you've identified the seasons and the holidays, and again, we have all of these prompts inside a brand new plan, you can then break down every month of the year and you're going to write down what that monthly focus is. So again, if there is a specific product or service that you want to promote during that time, if you're gonna be creating or launching a new website, if you're going to be going through a bit of a rebrand, if you're going to be filling your one-on-one -on -one because you wanna stack your one-on-one -on -one for the next three or six months, giving yourself a broad goal for every month of the year, knowing that you absolutely can change it but what it's doing is it's setting us up for the final step, which is creating your first 90 day plan. This is where we get nitty gritty with it. This is where we get really specific. This is where we add deadlines. But what this is doing is it's saying, all right, these are our priorities for January, February, and March. And then at the end of the 90 days, you'll go in and you'll reevaluate. Okay, this is what I said I wanted to do for Q2. Is that still true? Do we need to make any adjustments? So you have a roadmap but you're only focused on the very specific details 90 days at a time. This is the game changer. This is the key. Just focusing on your tasks for the next 90 days to get you closer to your end goal. And repeating this process every 90 days is so powerful. So what you wanna do at this stage is now you wanna look at your next three months. So let's say January, February, and March. What were those monthly goals? Are those still aligned? They should be if we're just planning for the year ahead. We're literally doing this for like the next month. Then you're going to start to write down all the steps needed for each of those months. What do I need to do in month one to achieve that goal, month two, and month three? Once you've gained, once you've gained clarity on those specific steps, you're then gonna look at it and prioritize, prioritize the ones that need to happen first. Okay, then you're going to put deadlines on those things. What I love to use and what I really encourage my clients to use is some sort of task management tool. I love ClickUp, I'm a big fan of ClickUp. I find it super easy to use and it works for my brain, but go find the thing that works best for you. What I love to do is put all of these individual tasks inside of ClickUp and assign deadlines to them. 
Now, some of these tasks you can group together and do subtasks, right? <laughs> Again, this is like a nerdy ClickUp thing. You create one project, one task, and then a bunch of subtasks underneath. Each of those can have deadlines and the main task can have deadlines. You don't have to get as granular with it as I do, but you need to add these deadlines. Here's the beautiful thing about a CEO. You can change it. You can move it around. If you're falling a little bit behind, move the deadline. If you're ahead, move the deadline. But having that deadline on there is going to make sure that you're honoring your commitment to what you said that you would ultimately do. And if we don't have a deadline on it, it can very, very easily get lost, which we don't want to happen. We don't want all these amazing things that you've worked so hard to do to suddenly disappear in a giant task management software, right? We want them to show up on your to-do list so that they're not out of sight and out of mind. So what I highly recommend you do is embrace a nice task management software for the new year and add those deadlines. Now, one of the things that I cover in depth inside of Brand New Plan that I really encourage you to check out, again, you can go to brandmary.com slash new plan. It's gonna walk you step-by-step -step through this seven-day process for planning your entire next year as a business owner are breaking down and also identifying your daily, weekly, and monthly habits. So the things that you need to do to just keep things running. And that's not just keep things running in the business, it's also like keep yourself running, keep yourself motivated, keep yourself excited, achieve those personal goals that we set early on. I also share additional tips for how to evaluate where you're at every 90 days and adjust your plans as needed. This is really, really important. This check-in is key. You know, well, like I said, number one, big, 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 big winner when it comes to planning is focusing on 90 days at a time rather than trying to map out every single thing that you're gonna do for the next 12 months because you are going to change. The second thing is making sure that you're taking time to really evaluate what's happening every 90 days. Because the thing that I see happening most often for entrepreneurs is that they, there were so many signs that they were burning out. There were so many signs that things weren't working. There were so many signs, but they weren't paying attention to them. And so paying attention and doing this evaluation every 90 days at the least is so, so important. Again, this is my signature six-step process for planning. I am going to be diving into this in the next week and walking through the same exact process myself. If you want to dive into this process, get all of the questions, all of the prompts, all of the tips, and bonus trainings as well, you can head to brandmary.com slash new plan and get started planning your next year in business. Again, my goal is to help you start with you. Start with the center, start with what you want and create plans from there rather than looking outside of yourself for answers. No time for that in the new year, let me tell you. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's podcast. I'll be back next week with another podcast where I'm gonna be sharing my 2024 marketing predictions. So be sure to tune in either on YouTube or your favorite podcast platform and I'll see you then. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Brand Mary podcast and congrats on taking this time for your future self. If you want to continue to gather information and inspiration, plus check out the links from today's episode, be sure to visit brandmarypodcast.com. That's B-R-A-N-D. 
M-E-R-R-Y podcast.com. Tons of free resources and links from today's episode are available for you there. And in addition, I have free resources, blogs, and free gifts over at brandmary.com. You can connect with all of my amazing tools to help you build the life of your dreams. I'll be back next week with another episode and I'll talk to you then. We love reviews over here on the podcast. I mean, who doesn't? If you can take a second to leave a review of the Brand Mary podcast over on iTunes, it would mean so much. And to reward you for your time and energy in doing so, I'd love to buy you your coffee, tea, or freaking muffin completely on me. Just after you leave a review, take a screenshot, head on over to Instagram and find me, Michelle Knight Co. Send me your DM and I will send you a gift card for Starbucks. It's like a win-win. Not only are you writing an amazing review, which allows us to get the podcast out to more people, you're getting a free beverage and we're connected on Instagram. And as always, if this episode spoke to you, please consider sharing it with just one person. It means a lot. All right. Thanks so much. And I'll see you in next week's episode.